noodles, jelly spoons, and other non-binary kitchen utensils. This is the Gravy Wheels, your weekly dose of gravy. I'm your host, Frank. I'm Andrew. And I'm Hova. And this is the Gravy Wheels podcast. <laughs> he said he said this was Gravy Wheels. Did he? Oh yeah. man! One of these days we'll get a good intro. It'll happen. His was it fine. He didn't say the word podcast, but that's it. No, I'm not blaming it on Frank. I just, I don't know. I always get scared. Yeah, sounds like you are. Kind of sounds like you are. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. you know. I did get to yeah. see you. I saw you checking out your hairline. While we yeah. saw you here. It's What's left of it? Good way to come in. That's yeah. no one moon. of these days. It's, once it gets back to the headphones, that's when you know we're in trouble. When it starts looking like this. Uh, that's okay. Speaking of getting older, I can only button my shirt about this far. Hey, you go shopping, fool. What's up, Vato? Yeah. This guy's too small. I can't. Uh, I can't wear it anymore. Just uh, button up the very top. Unbutton all the bottom ones. Just you just need to button up the top one. No, I'm not going to be doing that. It's kind of going along with your, with your. I'm not going to appropriate culture. That's not mine. Okay. Oh. Oh. All right. Yeah. Anybody got any news today? Anybody got anything exciting? Any new information or releases from anybody in the gaming industry? Was there anything? Nah, fam. There's uh, the NVIDIA cards that are going to piss everybody off, probably. I don't know. I hope nobody upgraded to the 20 line. Uh, Except for for me and also Frank did. (laughs) I bought 15 of them for... Bitcoin farming, so replace them. Obsolete. Yeah, yeah. Now I got to upgrade again. So, so like the thirty ninety takes more fucking wattage to run than like an arc welder. So that's great. <laughs> it's a eighteen pin power connector. You actually have to wire it into the circuit breaker of your house. Nice. It takes the uh, what do they call the ones that you plug a dryer into? Yes, those. Yes. Yes. This. Those. We're all electricians here. If actually, than... Frank actually passes is pretty much an electrician. <laughs> Me, if, not so much. If literally more than one person had one of those in like any Brooklyn apartment building, it would shut oh. down the grid. <laughs> For the low, low price of 1500 bucks, huh? Yeah, but you can also, you know, render atoms in real time. It's supposed to be twice as powerful as the uh, 2080s or something. I think that's even just the tw- the 30, 30, 70. What do you even need that for? What do you need so to... So what happens if you if you run these new ones, SLI? Do you have to, like, sign a tax... Do you have to, like, pay a, a tax stamp and you're on, like, a federal registry at that yeah. point? I think you start your own quantum reality at that point. I okay. think they've... Yeah. they've a- They've abandoned SLI, though. Yeah. Crossfire and SLI are basically abandoned. Really? Didn't yeah. Know that. Mm-hmm. That, it's still going to be used, I think, for um, people with, like, real jobs where they render movie effects and shit. Mm-hmm. I think that's, like, right. basically the only application now. Like, you've got an SLI rig, but you can still use it. But, like, anything... I've got, like, three of them to the point where the one I had in my living room, because I didn't need it, my buddy didn't have uh, a graphics card, and I let him ha- I just yanked one out and gave it to him 
And then that reminds me, he he's never given it. He's never given it back. <laughs> they take advantage, man. They take advantage. Yeah. So I wouldn't need to worry about doing SLI or Crossfire whenever they decide to release all their shit. Do you remember that commercial for that game as children? Crossfire? Uh, I also remember you making us watch the commercial for it like five times. Was it Crossfire like a Counter-Strike ripoff? Uh, there's that game Crossfire X that's coming out. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of, yeah. No, but I'm talking about the 90s children's game. Is that the one where you shot, shot ball bearings at each other? Yeah, it was just like a little cardboard slab that had two guns on each end and you shot... Uh, these little ball bearings at plastic shapes that were on the board and you try to knock them into each other's like little pits. Had a badass commercial though with children wearing leather jackets and sunglasses and bandanas and stuff. It's got a really radical commercial. Yeah. Just like Free Willy. Those same kids are also in uh, rollerblade commercials. Yeah, the kid in Free Willy, like the Crossfire commercial, always had a leather jacket on and bandana and sunglasses. Yeah, yeah. Did they use the same kids from the scene where they're all underneath the like highway and they're eating cake with cardboard or something? I've never seen that movie. What? You've never seen Free Willy, dude? It'll no. touch your heart. It'll I assume you get right free. here in the feels. It's uh, it's it, you know, it's it's one of those, you know, it's just one of those you got to watch. It's like the Goonies with whales. Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. I I have been dragging my son through my like 90s childhood movie nostalgia this last uh, week or so. We've been doing that a lot here lately too. I don't know what's going on, but it's great. Uh we just watched the other day we watched The Mask. Oh, I haven't seen that one so long. Oh, that's that's great. But I uh, could probably like quote it line for line. Today we watched Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, it's another great one. It's still a banger, except for the like kind of blast of transphobia right in the middle. <laughs> I was gonna say, is that is that you know acceptable these days? It's he was trying to. to yeah, it was, his it was it was it was for good. Yeah, there's and yeah, he but saved, there he is saved a guy with a Heimlich. There's while a moment he was in full drag. So. That's true, but I mean, there's a moment in the middle that's not great. It's not good for yeah. For they literally go to like a drag club, I think. Right? Nope, you are wrong. Well, I remember... Hey, Wong Fu, wrong. Wrong. Wrong movie. Hey, Wong Fu, thanks for everything? Yes. (laughs) Well, I remember the hairdresser in that movie. I think he was a hairdresser. The guy that does the mask, the the makeup dude or whatever. Was he a hairdresser or a makeup guy? They were makeup artists. John Leguizamo? Harvey Firestone. John Leguizamo. (laughs) Wow, what is happening? We've derailed. The gravy train has derailed. You guys are garbage. It's a great um, movie, though. Anyways, what other movies have you watched? I'm trying to remember. We were trying to find Liar Liar somewhere to watch and couldn't find it anywhere. So good, dude. I actually oh. saw something on TikTok a few weeks ago. There's a So at the end, I mean, if you haven't seen Liar Liar, shame on you. Stop listening to our podcast. I'm just joking. Sub to our Patreon. But um, <laughs> there's this scene... The, the scene at the end with the with the airplane and everything, you know? Yeah. So when they're wheeling, what is it? It's like whenever Jim Carrey's like getting wheeled off on a gurney, one of the extras in the background in the crowd of people just kind of like watching all the commotion going on is Fire Marshal Bill. 
and it's Jim Carrey <laughs> as Fire Marshal Bill in the background of people. Like it's insane. I've never noticed it. You guys will have to look it up after this. It's, yeah. it's no, pretty impressive. You're getting that confused with uh, Ace Ventura: Pet Detective. No, that's no, I'm not. we will be watching us. Definitely soon. liar, liar. You have to. Okay, here's the real important hold, question. Hold on, let me bring out the okay. other two that I just okay. remembered right, that we ahead. watched. So I'm so sorry. We also watched Airplane and Spaceballs. Solid. I never appreciated Airplane, and I feel like I need to watch it as an adult because yeah. back in the day, I was just I was like, nah, I mean, sure, whatever. Even Spaceballs, I definitely like Spaceballs more than Airplane, but some of those were just a little too like shtick comedy for me. I guess I don't know. I don't know what it is. They're uh, they watching them after I think as a kid too because the comedies that were coming out like when I was a kid were way you know, different. Ace Ventura and The Mask and right. all that stuff. Stuff that's like real wacky and has a lot of energy to it. And right, like Airplane right. is funny, but it's like its comedy is kind of it feels more simplistic by comparison. But it's, it's still, yeah, it's still funny. It still works. It's like Young Frankenstein and all that. Yeah, it was hard to enjoy Young Frankenstein as a kid, but now I fucking love it. I watched Airplane right. like maybe three or four weeks ago. And I think my favorite part of that movie is, is it Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? And that little shithead mm-hmm. kid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's like my favorite part of it. I think we were talking about that last night. So you're saying it's better than Snakes on a Plane? Yep. Okay. More essential. No hesitation there from Andrew. I appreciate it. So the question is, though, with Ace Ventura, is which one is better, Pet Detective or Nature Calls? Nature Calls. Hard hard yes on that? I mean, you got Dan Marino in the first one. That's another one. like And Echo the Dolphins in it? Yeah, there's the, some yeah, transphobia going on in there too. Oh, there the, was, and yeah. the, the the like last scene of that movie very, is just not something that would fly real fucking in bad. 2020. Real yeah. fucking bad. Um, Dan yeah, Marino that's, would have been canceled, and anybody and everybody else in that scene. But yeah, that's why I like when nature calls more because it's easier for me to recommend to people. <laughs> and also, that's the one that I didn't have uh, Pet Detective on cassette as a kid, but I did have when nature calls on VHS. So that's the one that I've nice. fucking watched a million times. Right, right. They're that, both so good, dude. Yeah. I can't see a Slinky and not not say, <laughs> everybody loves a Slinky, yeah. Slinky, Slinky, go, Slinky, go! And then he has his mental breakdown. One more step! I always so hear <laughs> I always hear that monk in the beginning who gives him the medallions going, there it is! You've just attained <laughs> it. You've just attained it. Yeah. Because he's just trying to get him to leave the, the just temple. Wants, just wants him to leave so bad. <laughs> they can't stand this The party. The, it's like the opening scene and just like the all the monks are doing backflips in their underwear and stuff and throwing toilet paper across the temple and getting drunk. It's so good, man. It's great. What a banger. We actually just watched uh, Home Alone last night. And uh, you, know, you can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. Is Home that... Alone or Home Alone 2. 3 can... Less, the less said the better. What I have to say about three. Did was it the first time that your uh, chillins had viewed it? No, we usually watch it. Um, oh, we usually time. watch it every Christmas. Well, I, I think last year was probably the first year that they watched it with us. Okay, but it, it, that's one of my like you know. There's certain Christmas movies that I try to watch every year. Try, and yeah. that's one of them for me. Jack Frost. Which one? No. no. The Michael Keaton Speaking one or the Michael murderous Keaton. snowman one? 
both. There's two. Did you? I I never realized until I just recently watched. Um, oh my god the the cop movie with uh, Die Hard Mel Gibson, not that one. Lethal the Weapon. Lethal Weapon. Yeah, I never realized that that was like a Christmas setting. There's a lot of the scenes in that movie that are Christmas. I oh, wasn't yeah. thinking that that was. That's a. Yeah. I mean, I think it's because most of it's just. You know, it, it takes place in L.A., so majority of it is outside and sunny. But then, like, the few scenes that are in uh, Murtaugh's house, you know, the Christmas trees up and everything. What is it with Shane Black and Christmas? Because doesn't... So, Kiss... He wrote, he wrote The Lethal Weapons. He wrote Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, takes place at Christmas. Because Robert Downey Jr. opens that movie by trying to steal a toy for his kid. and um, Just like Jingle All the Way. Go Iron Man 3. Iron Man 3 takes place at Christmas. Also... <laughs> It's weird. Huh. I don't know. I think Christmas is a, just a good setting for movies. Maybe. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Lots of feelings. I like Christmas time, man. I can't I can't help but just love all the lights and everything. I, I, I'm still a kid at heart. I love it. So, you know, I'm, Christmas movie, I'm down, dude. Sign um, me up. I'm happy for you. I'm happy for you that you can have that. But for I me... I enjoy Christmas, man. For me, all of that yeah. enjoyment and pleasure is centered around Halloween. Really? Yeah, I love fucking love it. Show me all the spider webs and fake severed arms you got. All right, right on. We should have a Halloween party. I mean, you should come to Missouri. Oh yeah, that would be a, a super blast. So I'm gonna roll back some stuff here. Sure, roll it back. So with the new um, Nvidia releases have been coming out over the past couple of days. They also um, announced Reflex, which is like G-Sync, but mm, I think it's it's, it's kind of like G-Sync, but then also make sure that your peripherals and stuff, you don't get screen lag. So like all these 360 hertz monitors and shit with the new graphics cards, with the new 360 hertz uh, monitors... And then even with, like, uh, I think some Razer and Logitech and, like, some hardware, like, mice, will actually uh, work together and allow you to make sure that your settings for the games, um, you don't get screen lag between your devices and your monitor and your graphics card. If I'm understanding Hmm. the two articles that I read it, right? So it's kind of like G-Sync mixed with a bundle of other software and then the... uh, game developers have been given these software packages to learn how to integrate it with the future. But it also requires new hardware, so it's not just something that existing, like, RTX owners get? Um, no, I think that you'll actually be able to do it with, um, like, the 1660s will even be able to use it. So even oh. going back, yeah. So it's, it's, not, hmm. it's not everything, but it's, like, low latency for, like, everything. Okay, sounds but, good. But that's, yeah, but I mean, that's my problem with all that stuff that comes out is it's so hard to keep up with. Like by the time I even pay attention to what it is, and then it's like, oh, I finally got a 144 hertz monitor, but I don't have HDMI cables that are high enough speed to keep up with it, anyways. Or like if you have a 4K TV, but you don't have something that actually outputs in 4K, or again, if your cables aren't good enough to keep up with the data rate, all that stuff. It's just so much to keep up with these days. It's, yeah, for what feel like negligible gains. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's like, I don't know. I mean, 
granted, when you go to like Best Buy or Walmart or something and you see like the 4K UHD TVs that are hooked up properly to the stuff that outputs it and everything, it's like, damn, that looks nice. But is it going to like, it? you know, it's not going to take me out of the moment if I'm watching yeah. Star Wars on like a little bit of subpar hardware. But do yeah. you guys remember, I don't know if this was a few years ago or if this was five or six years ago, but one re- retailer got busted. Um, they weren't, the display models weren't the models that you could buy. Do you guys remember that fiasco a few years back? Maybe sounds sounds vaguely familiar. I don't I don't know if it was like Circuit City or Best Buy or like one of those places which hardly exist anymore. But I think that one of them got busted because they were in cahoots with some television manufacturer, and like what you saw at the displays in the stores was not what you would buy. <laughs> that's 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 dirty. Did uh, are you guys familiar at all with the? Uh, it was on Comedy Central series called Nathan for You. No. Yeah, there's a, there's an episode where, I basically the whole premise of Nathan for You is that he comes to these small businesses and has ideas about how they can improve their you know whatever it is that they want to improve, you know get more customers, attract more people, or you know have better reach or whatever, and he comes up with ideas that do that and are will work but they are also usually super problematic somehow. <laughs> yeah. So like for instance, there is one that was like a mom and pop electronic shop and he was trying to help them drum up business. And he was like, so basically this guy had a stock of these TV or he didn't have these TVs. Um, I'm trying to remember exactly how it was set up. He, they made an ad showing those TVs on sale for like a hundred dollars. Some like ludicrously low price. And because Best Buy had price match, they had to honor that when somebody would bring in the flyer. Be like, okay, so you have to sell me this for $100 now, and that's it, period. Oh, no. But in order for that to be valid, the store did have to honor its own coupon. And they set up all these ludicrous, like, things, hoops you had to jump through to do it. Like, you had to be wearing formal attire. You had to climb through this tiny, tiny door in the back of the building. The door was guarded by an alligator. And then there was like another wall you had to like punch through to get to your TV. And it was like, so people would, they would go to Best Buy and then just buy these TVs and bring them back. And it's like, that's amazing. It was, yeah, that's basically the whole gist of the show. It's fantastic. It's so good. I've never heard of that one. Sounds like it's good. So I've I've got a show that I want to recommend to you guys. I, I already talked to Frank about it before we started a little bit but have you watched any of the documentary andrew on netflix called uh i think it's called high score it's a video game documentary like six or seven episodes no i haven't i i saw like a preview of it but i haven't watched it yet it's pretty good they go from i think like the first what's the first episode frank like in television or atari maybe something old or maybe it's just arcades in general yeah uh, it's one of those guys got sued yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It's all. Yeah, and then the stuff. second episode goes to Nintendo. The third episode is like RPGs, and then one of them is uh, shooters, which was really enjoyable. So there's like, you know, like an RPG episode wasn't super interesting to me, but I watched it. And but it it's pretty good. It's um, there was actually one thing that I that I learned, and you guys might know this. Um, apparently, whenever Donkey Kong was released by Nintendo, obviously uh, Nintendo was like. 
that was like their one of the first things they did to get into the gaming industry. Before that, they were making like weird toys and stuff like that. They made they cards. Really Start off as a card game company. Yeah, cards. The uh, yeah, the little tiles. I forget what that game's called. Hanafuda. Some sort of a. Yeah, there you go. So you probably do know this if you know that my my Lanta. Um, so when they made Donkey Kong, uh, Universal Studios tried to sue Nintendo uh, for the likenesses of uh, King Kong. Mm-hmm. And Nintendo's lawyer was like, "Man, they really don't have anything. You know, they they really don't have anything here. They're just kind of grasping at nothing and and hoping that they can get something out of you guys. But if Universal Studios would have won this lawsuit, Nintendo basically wouldn't have been a thing anymore. They were they were so tiny at the time. Universal would have just basically absorbed their company, and you know, it would have been the end of Nintendo. Um." So long story short, basically this lawyer was good enough to, to say, you know, listen, Universal, you'll, you're full of shit and you know it and we know it. So let's just settle this out of court. And they did settle. And uh, the, the lawyer that, that did this work for Nintendo, his last name was Kirby. And that's where Nintendo got the name for the Kirby games. It was mm-hmm. an homage to the lawyer that got him out of legal shit for Donkey Kong, which was pretty fun. I did That's not right. know that. Yeah. That's, yeah, so cool. Did you know also that the the way Kirby looks was originally intended to be just placeholder graphics? It's really well, he was never enough. intended to be a pink blob forever. Like he that was just how they made the game. They needed uh, a mean, placeholder for the protagonist and that's what they had. And then it just kinda stuck. And it yeah. just stuck, yeah. There was Nintendo I was thinking about this I was playing games on my switch the other day i was going through the nes and the snes uh releases the the classics or whatever forget how that's worded on the switch but um and i came across one i believe on the nes and it was called like demolition demolition guys or something like something really weird and generic but you're mario and you have to like it's kind of similar to donkey kong you have to go up ladders and there's like bombs you have to hit them with a hammer and like Mm -hmm. demo the level I couldn't really figure out how it was supposed to work because you could like smash the walls with the hammers, but then there's like these two little weird things chasing you and you can like walk off the right side of the screen, come back on the left kind of thing. But if you don't train it just right and then like fireballs will shoot out from the side, I don't know, really weird, but it just got me thinking about how like Nintendo's always been like that. Like you've got donkey, like Mario made his first appearance in donkey Kong and then he's in like all these other weird obscure games. It just like took a long time before they even figured out who Mario was and what they were going to do with that franchise, that character and donkey Kong's just the same. Like the first donkey Kong game, he's just the bad guy. And then you get donkey Kong country. Is that the next one? Was that the, that was the, there's no games. I mean, maybe there's some weird ones in between. There was like a donkey Kong. There was a donkey Kong two, I believe. And also donkey Kong jr. Okay. Oh, that's right, Junior. Yeah, but in and then yeah, you get to Donkey Kong Country and you're like fighting wasps and alligators and can't yeah. even think of the other it's stuff. But it's just such a Nintendo was just like they were just like, hey, we've got these other character models that we already drew up for this one game. It feels like, and they just like threw them into the well. We need new sprites or whatever you call them for the new Donkey Kong Country game, and they just kind of all came. I mean, obviously they do great work, and it's a lot of. Uh, great franchises have come from it but it's just weird how i feel like nintendo's like the only gaming company that has really done that to that extent where there's just characters all over the place and they've evolved so much as they've gone there's so many yeah there's all those stories about like shigeru miyamoto getting the inspiration for i 
think it was Pikmin from just like playing in his garden. He just like was like, oh sure, that's this is this makes sense to me, and I can turn this into a thing. But yeah, it's a uh, it makes them unique. Well, I think it was it was another part of that documentary where uh, there was these two guys and they started modding arcade cabinets because they were making like you know four hundred dollars a day per cabinet. And then it went when down. It first released for the first week, and then it went way down because people were getting better, and the people that were like, "No, I'm not into this game." Obviously, aren't feeding it quarters anymore. Mm-hmm. And then, so they started making modifications to the cards to sell to the arcades, saying like, "Hey, this is going to make this, you know, this is going to make these levels harder, these enemies harder, whatever, blah blah blah." Basically, it's going to keep people playing more and increase your revenue. And they did like super insane sales in like the first six months of just basically messing around with their buddies inside their dorm rooms. And uh, they were doing that to Pac-Man, and Nintendo caught wind of it, and they flew them out to Japan, and... What? I don't think think it was maybe Namco? The one I'm thinking of was Nintendo, because they were talking about uh, Miyamoto. It might not be Pac-Man, but whatever it was, they were working on the mod, and instead of, like, suing them, they just hired them and was like... God, what was it? Now it's going to kill me. It I can't w- think. Of- oh, it was uh, it was the guys that did. They figured out how to make 3D graphics on the on the Game Boy, and they took that technology and used it for Pilot Wings and Star Fox. Instead of just mm. like suing them, they hired them at Nintendo, and they were like, "We don't believe that you guys legitimately figured out how to make 3D graphics on the Game Boy." And then they they used that oh. to make Pilot Wings and Star Fox. Well, but well, it was funny because. They had the, they put these two guys that were like hackers that they just basically had to put on the payroll instead of suing, and that was like the only room that uh, I guess Miyamoto would just like come in there and take his smoke breaks. He would just like smoke <laughs> in this tiny little office where the two <laughs> hackers were. I don't know, like maybe to intimidate them or something. I don't know. I thought that was great. I wish that they would still do that instead of just suing the absolute pants off of anybody who touches their stuff. I mean, still to an extent, I feel like a lot of good games come from modding these days. You know? Yeah. Oh yeah. Like. The PUBG thing, um, what's his face? Uh, the the player main guy, unknown. player unknown, player unknown. Yeah, he. I mean, he was just modding uh, Arma, right? I think so. Yeah. And then that all that all happened from that. I'm sure Counter, there's many more instances. Counter Strike is famously just a mod for Half Life. Right. Yep. I mean, look at that. Lots Anyways. of goods. Frank, you've been harping on us about something. What's and that? You keep telling me. You told me this yesterday. You told me again today, and you just told me now in the WhatsApp chat that I have open next to my recording window, you want me to mention the number 141. Like 140, yeah. 141. 141, rum, and pineapple juice and Malibu? Caribou? Sure, I don't know. I don't know where this is going. I love that song. Pineapple rum. was ladies and gentlemen of the audio version of this podcast frank is holding something in front of the camera it is not it looks like a game boy it's a game boy type device but it had spelunker red (laughs) and i know spelunker was not released on game boy it's not a gp32 so maybe a game boy so i'm very curious about what is happening there is some kind of nes emulation oh god he bought it he he bought something off of ways (laughs) ladies and gentlemen (laughs) Is that a pocket uh, NES emulator? 
It's one of these stupid things. I don't recommend buying one, but it's <laughs> awesome. I don't recommend buying it, but it's great. <laughs> uh, I can't because it's it's utter. It's I actually have to throw this away because it's a bunch of hacked ROMs and ROMs. They always are. Yeah. And uh, it was fourteen bucks, but it's got Spelunker on it. It's got fourteen dollars. <laughs> it's got it's got <laughs> TMNT. It's got. That's got all the Mario's, including Super Mario Brothers 14. Sure, I remember that. And also uh, Pikachu yeah. Tetris, which was everybody's favorite NES game. Okay, sure. I need to see Pikachu Tetris. <laughs> I'm gonna be real with that. How how much of how much of Spelunker have you played? I want to know. Uh, it's one level, right? It's one long level. I cannot I cannot make it through like two or three floors without dying because there's something new that I. Well, that kills me too. Yeah, everything in that game and kills like, you. You can only like drop down like two pixels without taking fall damage and insta, yeah. insta death. It's great. I, I fucking love that game so much. It just puts a smile on my face because I love the little death jingle that it has. I love the the way the bats bat poop just kills you. It's great. Everything. You could shoot a flare into the air and if it comes down on you it kills you. So there's just bats like above you that are just pooping. They don't like fly at you or anything. Like, no, they fly. They, they just fly, fly back and forth. They have like their little area they just that poop. they patrol. Yeah, and they just constantly right shit everywhere. It's it's so dumb. And whenever you boot it up, you get to choose between uh, Chinese or English. Nice. <laughs> and then anytime you're done with a game and you want to rage quit, you just hit a reset button and then it just starts over again, where you can pick from 400 games. <laughs> <laughs> the worst. It's totally got, like, so many fake ROMs on it, like, fake hobby games, and then, like, so many bastardized, like, where companies were like, oh, we're gonna make Mario, and it's like, it's but Mario, it's like but Mega it's Man fucked up. Mario. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, I had oh, something gosh. like that, and I can't remember what it was, but oh. it was just, like, half the ROMs didn't even work, and some of hey, them were, like, in Russian, you couldn't legit, read anything. Legit question, does it have Action 52 on it? Uh, it has Goonies and Friday the 13th. Yeah, um, uh, okay. Action 52. Action 52. Life. And or Cheetah Men. Cheetah Men. Oh, man. That's a... There's a really good episode of Game Chasers, I believe it was. I don't know if you're familiar with Game Chasers on YouTube, but shout out mm-hmm. to those guys. They're great. Uh, they went to the creator of Cheetah Men, and <laughs> he actually gave them a copy of the game, I believe, at the end of the episode. It's, wow. It's, it's really interesting. I'll get a little insight on that one. Yeah, that's a fun. I mean, I spent so much time watching like game historian and angry video game nerd and all this. That stuff's stuff. so good, man. Oh yeah, you just, but like all this, all the weird stories you just pick up from consuming so much of that. There's a there's in that documentary on uh, Netflix. There's a interesting tidbit about a LGBTQ RPG made for like. Like old school, like it would have been on like a three and a half inch floppy or whatever, I guess. Okay. And how it's like lost to the world. He like moved from Hawaii and all of his like development discs and everything got completely lost. But they were like showing it at, at first. It sounded like something that because he literally talks about it. He's like, well, I just kind of whipped it up in my free time just because I was like irritated about, you know, the way things were going at the time. But they show some gameplay from it. I don't know if it was like pre-rendered, you know, if they just like made it to show what it was or if it was like roms but it looked pretty pretty funny i can't remember the name of the politician at the time that was like super not for lgbtq rights 
I don't remember, but he's oh, like the boss sweet. fight at the end. So it was pretty funny. <laughs> kind of sucks that they lost all that stuff. That's great. Yeah. Uh, there's a. Uh, before, I, I think we feel we need to get off this topic. I think, but um, I just want to give a really strong recommendation to the Game Historian episode. He does an hour-long documentary about the history of Tetris. And like it's wow. legal struggles, like how it bounced yeah. from person. It's fascinating. It's real crazy. I will have to watch that because it's like I mean, it's know, like gotta love Tetris. Yeah, there's all kinds of like Soviet spy shit going on, and like it's it's guess, awesome. It's really good. All right, I'm down. All right, um, we need to switch topics. I have a question from a Patreon donor. <gasps> Hell yeah! Yeah. Shout out to our patrons. We will give you your proper shout out. Shout out at the end of the episode. I will. I will clutch each of you to my bosom. Okay. You guys ready for this? Yeah. It's a good one. If you were Doctor Eggman, what would you capture and put in a capsules for Sonic to save? Are there constraints on this? No. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. Um, Instead of the cute little fuzzy rabbits and animals that Dr. Eggman, a.k.a. Dr. Robotnik, would put into the capsules to save, what would you put in there for Sonic to save? I'm thinking about using the capsule as a genuine method of protection and conservation. Put in like a, you know, Siberian tiger or something that's like hyper endangered. Wow. Okay. Preserve it. Right on. Use use Doctor uh, Doctor Robotnik's technology for the good of mankind as opposed to the well, detriment. That's exactly what I was gonna do, but different. Okay. Oh, Elaborate. I'm worried now. <laughs> I was gonna put I was gonna put mumble wrappers in there and just not save them. <laughs> that's such a specific diss. I don't. What you got, Joey? Dude, I'm going to be honest and say that I'm not a Sonic fan. So I don't care what's in his capsules, because I'm not going to get them anyways. So I think um, Mario and Donkey Kong and even, dare I say, Bubsy are better games than Sonic. No, what? I think you can make a case for those first couple, but not Bubsy. I'm sorry. I don't know why it just happened to be I think when you're that young you don't really dictate what games are actually in the household you know what I mean mm-hmm. like I I don't I don't know how old I would have been exactly whenever I was playing the SNES but you know I, I had very little say in what games actually made it into the household and Bubsy happened to be one of them okay and I played a lot of Bubsy sure and it was a solid game Okay, you're a cute little cat, I think. You're going for balls of yarn, and there's like weird coyote things that are like in the sewage things trying to eat you or something. And there's magic gumball machines that spit gumballs at you. I'm sure, and it was a good game. I'm sure it makes roughly as much sense as any 16-bit platformer did. I could like... If I had any musical talent at all, I, I've like I've memorized all of the the music from the levels of Bubsy. 
It's good music, man. Good soundtrack. Sonic always just was like too fast paced for me. I couldn't. Yeah, you are slow. So exactly. Yeah. yeah, I'm not. You know, I'm at the. I'm on the short bus already. So when when you're going that fast, it's just not. I don't know, man. Sonic never did it for me. However, the new movie. Great movie. I I much enjoyed the movie. Very Excited good. for the next one. Yeah, very good. Did they much good? Did they have to like censor out his butthole like they did in Cats? <laughs> I think when they had to change his face, they probably censored the butthole before we even knew it was a yeah. problem. The problem actually was when they redesigned him, when they went back to the drawing board to not make him uh, terrifying, they accidentally gave him two buttholes. And then it became a big issue of trying to hide those as the movie went on. Yeah, yeah. You'll see a lot of times James Marsden is holding just like random objects that happen to be covering his butt. <laughs> Like a big lollipop, you know, one of those big, like, circular so, ones. Like a three-foot piece of French bread. A giant foam so. cowboy hat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those foam fingers uh, from, like, you know, sports get balls games. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to, to stay on this topic here. Um, yes, let's do that. Video game movies that were actually, like, pretty good recently. Detective Pikachu was pretty well, wasn't it? Detective Ch- Pikachu, solid. Loved it. Loved it. I my my one critique with with Detective Pikachu is I just wanted more Pokemon fights. Like all the scenes where there was Pokemon fighting were the coolest shit. Like whenever they were in the underground fight arena or whatever, and Charizard got fucked up on methamphetamines or whatever, <laughs> that was fucking awesome, dude. Yeah. Uh, all that shit was just super badass, and I just wanted more. Uh, the whole like Torterra, Torterra is that the name? Torterra, the big turtle yeah. thing. That scene was, like, impressive, but also I thought it was, I don't know, a little cheesy, a little out there. I just wanted more Pokemon on Pokemon, you know, like, gotta fight them all. You know, I just I needed more of that. Yeah. That's all Fa- I'm saying. Famously, also, they totally ripped off the balloon scene from Batman. Just saying. I don't know how that happened. I don't. Who, who greenlit that? I don't even remember that. Um, yes, you uh, do. Yes, you do. As soon as they were bouncing around on balloons... Okay, listen, the whole premise of the movie, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Detective Pikachu, is they put the gas that makes the Pokemans go crazy in, in the, the balloons. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. It's the same as Bat. As soon as I saw the balloons, I'm like, duh! Anybody that's seen Batman knows exactly what's about to happen, bro. Well, how did that happen? Who? Somebody well, on that production team didn't watch Batman, and it pisses me off. Was that, how many? Was, it, was that Scarecrow that did that? It that was, was, I believe it was the Yoker. Yeah, it was, it was the Joker. Joker. Al Joker. Joker. No. Well, both was, of them the are actually... I don't know. Uh, no, because Joker's always got the laughing gas stuff going on. Yeah, but was he in that one? Because who was Batman in, in that era? Keaton. Michael Keaton. Buster Keaton. <sighs> yeah, I think it was Jack Nicholson. I think you're right. Basically... Right. It was the Joker. All of <laughs> Batman... You, you don't... This is a... Uh, those two, the Pokemon universe and the Batman universe, are actually intertwined, and you don't are realize okay. that that all of Batman's villains are actually Team Rocket members. And Batman, shut is, up, is actually a Prove Pokemon. It. Batman is oh. actually a Ditto who got stuck between a Zubat and a Mister Mime. Uh, I hope they kind of get away from the Ditto. Like, if they do another one of those movies, I, co- I hope they kind of get away from the Ditto thing, too, because that's just, like, too easy of a... 
Yeah, you, know, they, you can write, you can do whatever because it's like, well, Ditto's, Ditto's everything. I ah. want, I want a sequel to Detective Pikachu where there's been a murder and the whole thing is about yes. really getting to the bottom of Ghost Pokemon and how that works. Are we they still get Ryan Reynolds rap? Are they the ghosts of dead Pokemon? If they are, what Pokemon were they when they were alive? Are they the ghosts of people? They're ghost type. We got a lot. We have a lot to explore here. It's going to take at wow. least 90 minutes to figure this out. That's well, right. Yeah. No, aren't, like that. Aren't, aren't some Pokemon ghosts of humans, though, if you read through the Pokedex entries? I don't. I don't know. I, I don't remember. I think maybe Ghastly is or something. We're yeah, opening up. We're, we're opening up ourselves to a lot of Pokemon Master crit- criticism. Are they working on a new Pokemon movie or? There always is are. that like, but like a new live action, like Detective Pikachu sequel or whatever. I think so. I think so. I hope. Everybody All right. Hope. I got a Pokemon movie story. Uh oh. Sure. Or technically, I guess I did steal something. Cool. Whenever I was a little kid, my brother took me to the movies at the same time that the Pokemon movie came out, like the first one where you got the ancient Mew card. But he wouldn't take me to go watch Pokemon. We watched... It was at the Cinema 8 back there behind Kmart. Do you remember that, Joey? The Cinema 8 that was uh-huh. back there? Yeah, 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 yeah. And we went to... He took me to go watch another movie. And I left... I left that... Ever. I left that movie to go to the bathroom. And I told the guy at the counter that I, I was here to see the Pokemon movie. But I didn't get any of my cards. And he gave me, like, five of those ancient Mew cards. Nice. <laughs> well done. Victimless crime. Yeah. I went to Detective Pikachu with my girlfriend and my two kids, and they gave packs. Did you get the packs, Andrew? I feel like going in New York was probably rough because it was only the first X amount of people that got in. Yeah, yes. Yeah, I think I did get packs of cards from Detective Pikachu, now I'm thinking about it. Yeah. I got four, so I was, like, super excited. And, and dude... Can we talk about just the experience of going to that movie, though? Like, I remember sitting down in the theater at Detective Pikachu, and there was people my age just there by themselves, ready to see a new Pokemon movie. And then I have my kids, who at the time would have been six and four, you know, that they're super excited about it. And, and, you know, all ages in between. And people are, like, opening Pokemon card packs in the theater. <laughs> just, like, super excited. And, like, my kids want to open it. My girlfriend, I'm like, no, 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 we got to wait. Like, I'm going to make a YouTube video. We got to wait. I'm going to open all four packs for YouTube. And I mean, it was just, like, to have that experience of sitting down in a yeah. theater and having... It's kind of like the we talked about the other day with the Pokemon Go and seeing people of all different ages playing a game and kind of coming together and just, like, bonding over their nerdery. And uh, I don't know, man. That was a, that was a pretty cool moment. That I shit was, makes me. I was really into it. It makes me teary eyed to think about that. Like it's so. It's so <laughs> everybody cool, coming across the generation divide to enjoy Pokemon. It's beautiful. Just like yeah, I mean, seeing people open Pokemon card packs and be excited about them and like showing other people what they got. It was it was pretty awesome. Whenever Nintendo finally gets around to making like a proper like games as service Pokemon game, where. It's like a big, expansive online world. Everybody can play with each other. There's all the Pokemon in it, and they just use that as a foundation to like add more and more stuff to. I feel like whenever they finally do that, and it's gonna gotta happen eventually. You it's just, think. 
it's going to fucking like destroy all of the like sales records and everything. It's just going to be massively huge. Yeah. I think they've got to look at Pokemon go and say, okay, you know, like it's good. We're close. We can make it better. We can make it PC, mobile, Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo switch, everything cross platform, you know, cross platform play, you know, free to play maybe even, and just monetize off of whatever people are going to, pay to upgrade their backpacks and you know whatever uh yeah man i mean world domination is right around the corner and if they don't take advantage of it they're brain dead i was gonna say i think that there are a few possible video games that could end up ruining the world as we know it and, and that is that's one, one of them. that's one of yes, them yes 100 percent. if there's like a good trading system and battle system and you know all of the above yeah it, that could be definitely one of them what's what's your beef with that frank He's, he thinks Waterworld too. He's an all beef Frank no. here right now. No, we're not. We're not. We're not. We need to go farther. Okay. Okay. I'm saying that Digimon. we need to get. No. Oh. Okay. Which did you know that Digimon are actually Pokemon that get deleted in the servers, in the in the storage boxes? It's brutal. I've heard that. Yeah. yeah. So the ghost I think of the machine. We need to go farther. We need to get. Elon Musk, Michael Crichton, and uh, a bunch of geneticists, preferably Russians, and uh, scientists that are good with cloning things, and CRISPR involved, and I think we just need to go ahead, bite the bullet, and we need to genetically engineer Pokemon. I'm down. I'm all and for then, it. Who do I have to vote for to make that happen? Because I will... Yes. I don't know. I didn't say a mail my ballot joke, but I can't. No, can't do that. No. Can't do that? Uh, that's actually Dennis Kucinich's whole platform, but nobody paid any attention. What? That's a shame. <laughs> that's um, actually the plot of the next Jurassic World movie. They're not, you know, they were cloning dinosaurs, then humans, and the next one is going to be Pokemon. They, they find a so Pokemon card I'm, trapped in amber? Yes. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, it's the, it's the Mewtwo card from the movie in 99, <laughs> or 2000. What year did that come out? I think it was called Pokemon 2000, so it probably came out yeah. in 99. Yeah. Those clever bastards sell a movie with a Pokemon card in every box. Gotta catch them all, so you gotta buy the movie. You know? That's right. Gotta. Gotta do it. It's literally in the rules. Yeah, my son has a few Pokemon cards, and like once is always wanting to get more, and I just remember my whole childhood begging my parents for Pokemon cards and now yep. I'm now I'm that poor motherfucker. I'm just like, yep. no, I can't I will not I, I cannot. I recently got a binder for my kids because I had I saw I, that. Yeah, I had some like laying around or whatever and I was just like, yeah, here you know, you guys can have these and bottom a binder so they can put them in there and everything and you know, every once in a while I'll pick them up a pack and just let them because I, I just remember how exciting and fun that was as a kid and I, you know, you want you want them to have the same yeah i remember making my mom drive all drive everywhere in kansas city because there was like one card shop that had uh japanese packs they had like imported japanese mm-hmm. boxes of yeah. Pokemon cards yeah. and they the expansions would release over there before they would release here so i could get cooler stuff that way and i had a big book that had like translations of all the cards in it and stuff you guys saw that i i found a sealed second edition pack at a yard sale just like mixed in cents? 
yeah, I think I paid a quarter for it or whatever. I, you know, it's one of those, like, you find it and you're, like, trying to suppress the heart attack you're having. You're like, yeah. uh, um, what would you want for this card thing? You know, you take a quarter and they were like, sure. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Knowing that it's like, I, I think they, I can sell it for like, eBay. it's anywhere from like 60 to 120. And it's only going to go up because, you yeah. know, the, those are, you know, the, the longer time goes on, the less and less of those exist. So even though it's even, it's, it's only second edition and it's worth that much, which is insane. But yeah, my kids actually, I, I think it was last night, right before we started watching Home Alone, they were watching, uh, anytime I'm at a yard sale or thrift store or whatever, and I see the old uh, Pokemon VHS, I just pick them up, give them to my kids, and um, they were watching one of the Pokemon movies, and they were like, they were like, they were so excited, they came running in, they were like, Daddy! And I was like, what? And they, they found a Pikachu Pokemon card in the VHS case, and they just like lost their minds. <laughs> nice. about it. I was like, well, go put it in your binder, you know? Yeah. But it was like, man, they, it's still exciting to this day. I remember being like that. Every time I go to Target, I buy myself a pack or two. Really? You really? Which ones? Yeah, I haven't gotten. Well, I don't. I don't even care. I just grab them. Just whatever. Yeah. Just See, I'm good. like, I don't really. I'm not really into the new, the new cards. So I, I try to find the packs that like have the first generation in there. The, the one, what it, the, uh, I think it's called Generations Pokemon Generations. Those packs are really cool because you'll get like a Diglett, but it's a new art. But it's like an homage yeah. to the original. That's They're cool. pretty cool. Yeah, I've opened a, a, quite a few of those packs. Not gonna lie. Or they have they'll have like the old school, old school like stuff on them. Yeah, like oh, Metapod yeah. has. But with, that, but that's with the, the original new card. Art. It's the yeah. orig- it's the original art, but it's got all the new bullshit. On Some it. of the art they have original cards is really too. fucking bad though. It's like yeah. very first era like three D graphics. Right. Pokeballs with like a little. You can see a little bit of polygon stuff on them. <laughs> Um, did, did you guys ever collect any other cards or anything like that besides Pokemon cards? Yeah, I did Yu-Gi-Oh! And then I think there were Digimon cards at one point. Um, that's all I ever did. I think. I don't think I ever really did anything in back then other than, other than Pokemon. You know, because like Pokemon cards and Warheads were like currency on the school bus and all that. But, uh, oh yeah. But, but recently, I started realizing that there was, like, trading cards for almost anything you can think of, like Jurassic Park. So I've got Jurassic Park trading cards, and I've got... Yeah, when, uh, do, we get, when do we get the Super Mario Brothers cards? Yeah, that's what I was about to say. I've still got... I've, I've got a stack... Of, I've got a stack of stuff for both you guys that I need to mail out. I just haven't done it yet. But I saved... I opened all the other ones, but I saved booster packs. If you guys don't know, there's a Super Mario movie with John Leguizamo and... De, uh, Oh, what's his name? Dennis Hopper? Dennis Hopper, yes. Dennis Haskins. Hopper. Dennis Hopper plays uh Bob Bowser. Bob Haskins is Bob Hoskins, yeah. He's he plays Mario. Bob Hoskins. Yeah, Bob Hoskins plays Mario. John Leguizamo plays uh Luigi, and Dennis Hopper plays Bowser. And King Koopa. S- President Koopa. King my bad, yeah. So I feel like majority of the people listening to this right now are like they're full of shit, they're just making stuff up. But this actually happened. And there's there's trading cards. I bought an entire case. I think it was thirty six booster packs of oh trading <laughs> cards from the original. Dude, I got it for like fifteen bucks. It was like nothing. I would have so fucking just, bought it too. That's amazing. Yeah, exactly. It was just like one of those like, well, I got to do it. But I opened all the pack. I opened thirty four packs, but I saved one for each of you. So 
Uh, hopefully, you guys got the the the. I, I actually I opened a, a Yoshi Hollow. I think there's four hollows in the entire set, and I did get a Yoshi. You mean a Velociraptor Hollow? Yeah, the Velociraptor <laughs> yeah. Hollow. Yeah, yeah. That's like, that's actually the same exact uh, same exact model they used for the first Jurassic Park. We were talking earlier about Nintendo's just sort of desire to be weird back when it was a little younger, and so like weird. the Mario Super Mario movie is notoriously bad. It's every it's reviled. Everybody hates it. But, but you gotta watch it. You, when you think about it in terms of like Nintendo being Nintendo, it does kind of make sense. But True. also, yeah, I never you, thought of it that way. If you read about like the backstage drama that happened in the making of that movie, I guess it like changed hands a bunch of times and it's like got rewritten like, a jillion times. It's that would be a really like, cool documentary. It is a total fucking mess. I think there's a how did this get made episode about it. It's worth is uh, it worth weird that to? that movie always reminds me because it's like the same era, you know, like as far as production quality and stuff at least of Waterworld. No, you got Dennis Hopper as a villain. Exactly. Right. You've got Dennis Hopper basically playing the exact same role except for totally not uh I don't know. That's just like two villain Dennis Hopper movies. You got you got Speed, you got Mario Brothers, and you got Waterworld and Blue Velvet. What's the common I don't know that one. It's a shame. Um <laughs> Yeah. Speaking of like we we were talking about actually good video game movies earlier, I do legitimately enjoy the Super Mario movie. It's not it's not good by any stretch of the imagination, but it's like it's a good relic. And another movie that yeah, I genuinely you just have to watch if you're a gamer. Another one that I like genuinely like is the Street Fighter movie with Jean Claude Van Damme. That's also Never seen that. It's not a good movie, but I don't know. I don't know what it is about it. I just enjoy the '90s like cheesiness of it. How um, does it compare to Mortal Kombat? Because I, like I remember that, like, I mean, I, I, like, if you were asking me, like, if Mortal Kombat was a good movie, I would say yes. But that's also from, like, watching it as a kid. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I I don't think I've seen it in the past 10, 15 years. So it's probably super hard to do. I couldn't comment. I haven't seen it either since I was a kid. Yeah. It's on, it's on Netflix right now. But uh, really? Street Fighter was a good movie. Was Fist of the North Star a video game before it was a movie? It was an anime before it was a movie. But wasn't there a Fist of the North Star video game too? There is a Fist of the North Star. I mean, there are a bunch, but there is one on Game Boy. And I have that, which and it's very bad. <laughs> um, no, but I think it's most it's most famous iteration is as a movie. Are you talking or as an anime? I mean, are you talking about the live action version, the live action movie? Yeah. Oh yeah. man, that's fucking terrible. <laughs> but like, Double Dragon was just as shitty as like a is like a video game movie. Yeah, totally. It's but also Double Dragon is still somehow enjoyable. Speaking of uh, fighting games, I know one way to definitely sell you on that Netflix doc series is there's one episode solely dedicated to fighting games. So you oh yeah, I mean, I'll definitely watch it. And real quick, why is Demon's Crest? maybe the best game ever but also the most difficult and why can't i get past the second level, like, third level <laughs> yeah but like once you unlock the map where you can like fly around right and you have to like dive down to the, to the missions it's impossible dude i can't figure out all the shop owners they're like you gotta have a po- uh what is it you gotta have a a potion glass or something to get potions and i can't figure out where to get the potions and all the boss fights past 
the first two or whatever are like almost impossible and I can't figure out I finally figured out that you can switch from like the fi- the flying demon to the one that just jumps yeah. and he has like a he has like a, an attack that if you jump it's a shoot it's a straight projectile but if you fire it on the ground it like travels along the ground and hits uh, but regardless I'm, I'm basically stuck and I can't figure out how to like find potions or level up my I can tell that there's like some RPG elements that I probably need to get into to start beating these higher level bosses, but I can't figure out how to do that. That that game does have some um, kind of Metroid-y type shit in it where you okay. need to find stuff in the environment. I remember I stopped playing it, I think, because I missed something and like I didn't want to go back to get get it again. I I'm definitely need to replay that game, but that game rules. It's really? Uh, it's so... Yeah, I mean, it's one of those that you're... It's one of those that you go back and play it in 2020 and you're like, this game was fucking way ahead of its time. Just like visuals and everything. I mean, it, it's it's pretty damn good. Capcom used to make shit like that. They used to just crank out baller game after baller game. Like, you know, even like the fucking um, like uh, licensed games that they made were really good. Like their Aladdin games. Great. Super good. You know, they did all the Darkwing Duck, DuckTales. Yeah. All those yeah. are... Tales, did they do Tailspin? Yeah, they did Tailspin as well. Okay. They recycled They recycled uh, sprites for from Darkwing Duck into Tailspin. Oh, did, did they? Did you guys know that they did a reach? Did you notice uh, that? They, they did a, the like kangaroo. a combo pack of Aladdin and... Uh, Lion King. Lion King? Yeah. Yep. I stumbled upon that randomly. I had no idea... Because, I mean, I played Lion King quite a bit in the past Which? decade, but I play it on original hardware off the cart, and I had no idea that they released it on, like, every platform. It's on Switch, Xbox, everything. Which version of Aladdin is on that? Because the SNES and the Genesis ones are different. I, I'm not sure, honestly, like, because I, I never really played Aladdin until current day. Okay. Yeah, they're extremely different. I think they're even made by different developers. I think Lion King might be the same. Maybe not extremely different, but I, I think I've heard the same thing about the Lion King. That, you know, the, the Genesis version was a lot different. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think Virgin made the Lion King game. I can't remember. Lion King, for sure, yeah. Virgin. But Capcom made the Genesis... Capcom made one of the Aladdin games. I can't remember if it's the Genesis one or the Super Nintendo one. I'm not sure. Oh, well. I never is played like much this, Genesis. Is that like the same nonsense where like there's like four different Michael Jackson games? Moonwalker, you mean? Yeah, I forgot about those games. I have yeah. I have Moonwalker sitting right over here. Um, Dude, I was watching the Genesis one. Hmm? You have the Genesis one. There's a Genesis one, and then there's an arcade one. I thought there was a third one. I don't think so. Maybe there is. There, there are two different Genesis versions because one of them has Thriller on it. But that's the Japanese one. You can't get that Do one. Do you fight America. zombies? Yes. You fight zombies so in both zombies of them, but only one of them has Thriller. Nice. I, uh, Which one? I never owned a Genesis until I was older. And still, I, I just, I don't know. Genesis doesn't do anything for me. I've always been an SNES kid. That's what but I, I had one. I, yeah, and I mean, it, it kind of goes either way. It's like the PlayStation Xbox thing, but... I had one buddy, John, 
he lived in the not so good part of the neighborhood and we would go up in his attic literally his bedroom was like in the attic and uh it wasn't a very well-off family and we would go up in there and play his genesis like on blankets in the attic that's like my only memories of playing the genesis and he had like you know he was the sonic kid and i was the mario kid and but we got along for some reason. Um, <laughs> you talking about? You talking about? Are you talking about Redhead John, the one that no, I no, ended up going to the, the Motec and stuff? Not with? the twins. Are you talking about the twins? Okay, not the twins. I'm talking about the yeah, twins. Yeah, no. not not him. It is a it is a common name. It is. It is. It Turns is a out. Name. Yeah. Well, I just asked that because somehow later on, whenever I went to Votech and stuff, I ended up being friends with the twins. Which you knew way back whenever you were a little kid, right? Me? Yeah, yeah. I, I went to school yeah. with them in third, second. I came to school where we went to school uh, in third grade. Before that, yeah. So I did first and second grade with uh, John and his brother. And then, yeah, you ended up Not going to Votech with half the people that I was like in first and second grade with. It was really weird. Frank and I like ended up knowing all the same people, but like from different generations. I mean, that's. What I remember happens. playing. I remember playing over at John and Zach's house. Uh, I think that was the first time I played Tony Hawk. They had Tony Hawk on the Nintendo sixty four, and we would play the dog crap out of that, and then we would play laser tag in the streets all night. <laughs> it was sick, dude. It is pretty sick, dude. Not gonna lie, dude. No cars, so might as well. That's right. That's what you got to do in second grade, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Tony Hawk, remaster comes out like this week, I think. Are they are they paying you by the mention? Okay, listen. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but I'm gonna cut you guys in if you keep your damn traps shut. So okay, all right, I'll cut it out. All right, I appreciate it. Are you guys picking it up? Because I'm gonna pick it up first year. I don't year. think so. Is it? I don't know if it's cross plat. I'll. The modern 2020 gamer in me says that I would get it for PC, but the achievement whore in me says maybe I should get it on Xbox. I don't know. But then the mobile gamer in me says, get it on Switch, dumbass. Is it even coming on Switch? Surely, right? It's just Tony Hawk. I mean, you would think, but nothing is guaranteed. I'm holding out. Can't you, you can play, I'm holding out. You can play like Apex and fucking everything else on the Switch. Why can't you play Tony Hawk? I'm holding out until the new version comes out on the Dreamcast too. So when's that coming out? Post Eternal. Right? I don't know. They're gonna announce that anytime now. 2020 couldn't get any wilder, but Dreamcast Two's got to happen. The VMU is actually just a Game Boy Color just plug that straight into the controller so there's too much other stuff that i want to play right now i still haven't played ghost of tsushima uh i want to play this terrible avengers game um but i can't get into all that stuff because we're kind of out of time here if you want to play that let me know because i got an email about codes so i'll get it too and play with you even though i I extreme i extremely want to play it i'm like but the problem is is time because like all the games are about to come, like Call of Duty's about yeah. to come out. Tony Hawk, you know, we're gonna get Halo eventually. Uh, you know, I just don't know, man. No, I'm. I'm only gonna buy the games that I think are gonna be kind of niche things, pretty much. 
I'm pretty sure. So like I'll end up playing Avengers, even though I know what I'm getting myself into. I know it's probably not going to be that great, but I love a fucking beat em up too. I love a game that just has a satisfying combat system. And I like, I love Miss Marvel. I have a like soft spot for Miss Marvel. I'm really excited to play with my girl Kamala. I haven't played Crackdown 3. It's, uh, I liked it, but, uh, you know, I'm a Microsoft shill, so. Yeah. What are you going to do? It was good. I played through the entire campaign. Boss level was pretty uh, intense. Took me a while, but I took it, it sh- down, you know. I'll give it a shot. I'm sure it's Andrew, fun enough. What? Are you going to get uh, Burger Time 2021? Yep. That's, 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 that's is that, the thing. Is that coming out in the Coleco? ColecoVision? Hell yeah. They're going to get a new Burger Time. They're going to get a new Spelunker. <laughs> they, got all, they got all my shit. Uh, thank you to our patrons. Of patrons! Which, of which we have a few. Thank you to... Uh, let me pull up their names here. Even though they're all people I know personally. Uh, Tim Gormley. Rebecca Evanho, Becca, I'm sorry, Becca Evanho, Kate Lorenz, and Iris Moulton, thank you very much for your patronage. We appreciate it. For real. Thank you so much. And uh, anybody else that has maybe patroned in between the recording and the, and the upload date, we appreciate you too. We're going to be yeah. doing these shout outs at the end of uh, every episode. We'll I'm going to try to throw them up on screen visually somehow too. Andrew, I think that there was uh, a patron that had a username that was not their name. What was that? Mm, Pigfucker92. Let me refresh let me refresh the list here. Could you not rub your lips with your fucking no. nub right now? Because you're making me a little uncomfortable. You bro. I did see somebody who might have had a jokey name at one chance, oh, but God. now it just doesn't it now it's not there anymore. What was that though? What was I can't remember. Name? So, so you're saying I genuinely don't remember. before the before the <laughs> payment went through. <laughs> oh my Lanta. If you guys haven't checked out our Patreon already, please do so. We announced it on the last episode, I believe, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're cooking um, up trying to cook up some stuff for that. We've yeah, got yeah, we got we got some really up. Yeah, we got some really cool stuff. We got our own Discord set up where you anybody can have access to our Discord, first of all. We should have it in the links down below. If we don't, we'll fix that. Um, so anybody can access that, but we do have like super secret, you know, unlockable ones that if you are a paid patron, you will have access to those. Um, and we've got tiers all the way from a dollar, which is the minimum. You know, we, we, we tried to put in a 15 cent tier Patreon said, no, he said, it's not enough to take percentage of. So we were like, all right, fuck, sorry. Uh, and then we got, I think our highest tier is 20 bucks and we got some really cool stuff. Like, uh, we're going to play some games with our patrons once a month, uh, you know, chill in a discord server with you guys, just kind of shoot the shit, play whatever, uh, whatever we can within reason, you know, we want to like make it up to you guys as much as possible, but obviously there's always, uh, you know, restrictions on cross play and if games are free to play and who has it, who doesn't, but we're going to make, we're going to do our best to play some games with you guys, chill in a discord server for, uh, for an hour or so and, and have some fun. It's going to be a good time. So check out the Patreon if you haven't already. Who uh, thanks to Javelin for letting us use your song? Set up hotkeys yeah, yeah, as yeah. our intro <laughs> theme. Still bangs. Thanks for Tyler Edwards to the art. Thanks to Tyler Edwards for the art. T Y T Y V M. 
Are we flexing shirts right now, dude? No, mine doesn't fit. I don't want to show you the buttons again. <laughs> uh, who, wants oh, to fin- who wants to end this motherfucker? I did the word last time, so not me, okay? I'll, I'll, I'll do it. Uh, this week's uh, word is agave.